0: Hey, and welcome to my podcast Pure Happy Healthy. My name is Leandra Haupt, I am your host and today I got a very special interview guest for you. Her name is Christina Block. Before we start right into the conversation, I introduce her real quick so you get an image of who she is. Christina is a coach, dancer and mask maker and the founder of Authentic Embodiment, which is a health and wellness platform. They host women's cycles, retreats, and online programs. Currently, she lives in Colorado in the US and started a 14-day dance challenge for the time of the self-isolation. Hi, and welcome, Christina.
1: Hi, dear, good to hear you.
0: Yeah, I'm so happy we make this work and we get this interview going. So before we start with the proper question, How do your days look like at the moment in the time of the isolation?
1: Mm. My days are pretty epic. (laughs) (laughs) I wake up in the morning, usually about like somewhere between 8 and 9 a.m. and have a delicious breakfast, um, yoga, meditation an hour of meditation. Uh, My husband and I uh, practice traditional Vipassana meditation, so we sit every day for an hour. And and then I either work on uh, mixed media art or I'm dancing, a lot of dancing in my days, which I'm very grateful for. And co-creating with my husband, uh, listening to his music, going online and, and doing live experiences, guided, guided dance journeys for people to help them stay sane <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and also connected to their bodies.
0: Mm. Yeah. Wow, that sounds like the perfect day. Is that um, the routine you would have outside of the isolation time as well or does it differ any for you? Um,
1: well, it's it's pretty much similar routine when I stay home. Um, we usually travel a lot, um, so this is actually a long time uh, for myself and my husband to be home like for like this is the third week uh, since since I, I'm an artist and uh, uh, I do performance dance and and teach in in all these different cities and at festivals uh, and also perform with my husband's band so we a lot on the road and when i'm home this is this is my routine um but when i travel it's a little bit different <laughs>
0: mm, yeah um yeah you um i already mentioned it in the introduction that you do a lot of different stuff and You're also the founder of Authentic Embodiment. Would you like to describe a little more what you actually do? You were just saying you're a performance dancer and you're an artist and you're the host of a platform. You host all these challenges. So can you explain a little more about all these fields that you're active in?
1: Sure. Where do I begin? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've been dancing... Pretty much all my life and and it always kind of was like a hobby and then when I had a really uh, um, like life-changing point in my in my life uh, leaving everything behind and leaving Moscow and moving to Bali and discovering ecstatic dance and all these different other conscious movement modalities and having transformational experiences on the dance floor i it was like a like a mini awakening it was like okay this is it like i i feel the healing power of movement and dance and i want to dedicate my life to this so that was the beginning of of my personal unraveling and and diving deep into um Movement and and what it does um, to my body, to to my mind, my heart, my soul. I started to to slowly kind of share share my personal experience um, by by organizing my first women's circle back in Moscow, like a little bit over two years ago, and like that was the beginning. And slowly, slowly, I just, I started, I I started doing that more, you know, like that was something that my, my, my heart was, was like pulling me into and, um, and having those experiences uh, being shared with, uh, with other, with other women. um, I do actually work with all genders, but at this moment, kind of focused on women. But since I uh, I led a beautiful workshop, mm-hmm. a guided dance journey at Envision this year, where there were a lot of men, I am feeling that I want to open the container to include all genders, um, and. What authentic embodiment is, it's, it's a conscious movement modality that is focused on realigning one's body, mind, heart, and spirit into the wholeness of one's being. And we use the integration of uh, a transformational dance, archetypal mask work, meditation, art therapy, ritual, aromatherapy, mm. So many yummy things.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, this all sounds so beautiful. I want to participate in every single aspect of that. <laughs> yeah, it resonates so much. So would you say that um, you were saying that on Bali, that was really a changing point for you. Um, I can really relate. I feel Bali is a very, very spiritual place that really um, yeah, lets us focus on ourselves and teaches us a lot also in terms of our energies and our purpose would you say that this was really the the turning point in your life and what exactly was changing um and was that also the point when you found your purpose
1: you know it 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 actually did happen in bali for sure that that's that's exactly what was happening um like I ran away from from the life that I had in Moscow, and it was a, quite a miserable life, to be honest. Mm. <laughs> I was not in a good place. I was not happy. So in Bali, I really went through a process of um, shedding many layers of who I was not and discovering my true essence, basically, discovering who I truly am and, and asking all those questions and um. just like who am i like what am i here for uh what what is my contribution to to the world in in this lifetime um and i mean it's it, it was not an easy journey um even though i was surrounded by so much beauty and i think Like it was, I mean, I felt like I was held in a mother's womb and going through every, going through birth basically. Bali was holding me with just so much, so much love and, and at the same time challenging me just to face my shadows, to face parts of myself that I, that I disowned and judged <clears throat> and didn't love, you know. Like through all these different practices and like specifically meditation and yoga and ecstatic dance, um, I and, and then taking a personal coach to really dig into my purpose. Like I did an online cur- course first and then I was working with, with a personal coach to... To I like to get clear on, on on my like what are my gifts and like what is my life's purpose, um, and it's really interesting that like when I finished two of those programs and I finally felt for the first time I think in my life I felt I knew that it was just the beginning, but I finally felt so, just like. St- so good and, and being fine with myself, just, just, just enjoying my own company and not really looking for, I mean, at that moment I was not, I was like, I was also not looking for a relationship anymore. Uh, just, I was not looking for someone to, to fulfill me and because I was just full with myself. Um, and then I met my husband. <laughs> 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 it's really interesting how that happens. <laughs>
0: mm, yeah. I feel like self-love is always at the core. And when we stop looking so much around us and starting to yeah, make our well-being dependent on things around us and people around us and everything. But look in ourself and make ourselves happy first then that's when the miracles happen then that's when we meet our soulmate then that's when um we meet the friends that are good for us that's when we find our purpose and it's so interesting that you said that that like again my interviews always trace back to self-love somehow and it's really it feels like that's really the healing that's the core of everything would you agree on that that like it truly
1: is Mm. it truly is yeah yeah
0: so because
1: we so easily forget you know (laughs) so (laughs) i i want to say thank you for for this reminder again you know
0: yeah thank you for mentioning that as a reminder (laughs) to everyone (laughs) so um you were saying and i completely agree with that that it especially on Bali, um, it requires a lot, a lot of work and sometimes Bali or the self-work, wherever you do it, can be very, very challenging and confronts you with all your fears and things that happened in the past. What would you recommend someone who is willing to work on that but hasn't really crossed the point yet? What kind of exercises and um, what kind of ways are there to... Yeah, get rid of these bad layers, or do the shadow work and the inner self healing. I just
1: can share the tools that I use in my life that are helping me to face my shadows. I really like a combination of of traditional vipassana meditation and and movement uh, and art. Like that's like I would say three main. Um, Tools in my magic box that I <laughs> that I use daily um, <clears throat> that are really helping me to to see all parts of myself and to accept and embrace all of them um, and just like also like the moments when. The moments when I, when I still compare myself to someone, when I, when I think that someone is better than me. Yeah. When I, when I get to those moments, I, I just hold myself there and just like, really? Come on. <laughs> and then I look around and then I see all the beauty that is around me and it's just a confirmation of of the beauty that is inside of me. So yeah, so like through meditation and and dance and and art that I create and and, and that surrounds me and then I share that with others and seeing beauty in others too and encouraging them to create more beauty. I like living this life <laughs> this way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think you just mentioned some really important things that it's a journey and I think we always come back to new, to old struggles and to new struggles, but then we maybe know faster how to deal with them or how to get over them or we recognize them even as our old struggles. And I feel like the journey of self-love and self-work is a constant journey that will continue us throughout our lives. And maybe new obstacles arrive at one point, but it just, as for me, it feels like it becomes easier and easier and you get more tools how to resolve them faster. Thank you for sharing that, that like, you don't come to that point when suddenly life is only beautiful and you're there. I mean, maybe Buddha did or something, but like, it's, it's still, it's a journey and it's also part of, of life having this journey of the constant duality of the ups and downs. I feel, would you agree with that?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. I was just sharing Earlier today on my Instagram, that we are constantly dancing uh, with this polarity, right? Like mm-hmm. the dark and the light, uh, the mind and the body, the masculine and the feminine, uh, the day and the night. So it's just like this duality that we we navigate uh, is creating basically. The reality that we live in. I am refining my Jedi skills right now, how to how to dance beautifully between these two worlds and then and then merge these two worlds and and, and be one. Not separating myself from from others uh, but like leaning towards connection and union more these days. Yeah. even though even though we are all forced to to stay home <laughs> uh i yeah i still feel very connected uh to myself i i would just say even more connected to myself and 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 the global family mm. like i feel that
0: mhm yeah, it's very interesting times. I feel like this times show this duality even more than any other time as we are so isolated, but at the same time, as the slogan goes, we're all in this together. So it really connects and it brings out so much help and positive sides of people just, um, yeah, trying to build up these beautiful communities and I feel also so much more connected to myself and and to others, even though we're so isolated. So this really shows this duality again. He also said something really beautiful before that I wanted to um, mention again. When we start to really dive deep and go into that process of self-healing that suddenly we see so much beauty around us and also see so much beauty in other people. And I think this is also really connected to self-love and self-work because you can be in paradise and not see it if you're not happy. Like the beauty just comes from your own perspective and you create the beauty around you by having the beauty inside of you. That's how I feel it. And so I loved what you said about it, that there is so much beauty if you have it inside of you. And I guess that's also, that makes you able to create all your beautiful art and the dance that you do and the performances. And um, yeah, like, would you like to tell a bit more about, What is dancing for you? What kind of performances and what kind of art and mask making do you do? Um, How do you express this beauty?
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm. Hmm. Well, (laughs) I transform. So in my performance dance, I transform into different archetypes um, and embody different archetypes and I tell different stories that basically is an expression of the way I feel in the moment Um, all my performances are improvisational that are born from the present moment I never choreograph Um, I just I just allow what wants to be expressed um, be expressed you know like and I use all these different tools to to make it a really uh, beautiful uh, and um, connected experience yeah so when I'm on stage I I, I connect with the audience and I absolutely love to perform for smaller containers like up to like a hundred or 200 people where I can actually like touch someone um, and like look into that person's eyes like like being very close to that person um, and especially when I wear a mask it's it's a it's a really interesting mesmerizing experience, I think <laughs> um, because uh, like with with the masks um, there are all these different archetypes and and different qualities and and energies that they carry, so by wearing a mask, I connect with. Like I, I feel that energy flowing through me, and it's unlocking um, some emotions, and and then my dance is is an expression of that emotion. Um, and sometimes I have very intentional performances, like for example, healing my womb space. You know, like. I I had two miscarriages and like I've been on this path of healing myself through movement uh and through dance and through art and like one performance that I did actually in the beginning of this year um was dancing with two masks and one was the mother and another one was the maiden so Uh, really coming coming into making a transition from from the maiden into the mother archetype so like coming more into the unconditional love um, that accepting unconditional love that we feel from the mother and and her wisdom there's so much beauty in them I'm just looking at one in front of me (laughs) <laughs> and this is the the latest one that I just created it's uh, she's she's the wise fool um which I think is really timely to have this archetype in my life to remind me to have sense of humor during all this crazy wild time and at the same time um like being being just unapologetic in, in what I believe in and in, in unapologetic about my expression and, and knowing that I can heal my body and everyone can heal their body and we have access to, to all these tools within ourselves and our body has all the answers and all the keys if if we just listen to it really listen to it and 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 move with the energy and release the energy then the transformation happens i would just say that all my performances and the art that i create they're just acts of of love really And
0: that's all that matters in the end. Oh, thank you for sharing the story. This is very moving and, um, yeah, I completely agree. It's like, especially dance and also art can be so, so powerful, not only for ourselves and expressing ourselves and even healing ourselves. I completely agree with that. Um, but also touching other people with that and showing us maybe vulnerable and or giving inspiration to other people also with, with the art and with what we come out in the world and how we show show up in this world. You're actually also hosting a, a 14 day dance challenge um, to inspire people to dance more and tune in with themselves and get this beautiful message that you just spread about dance, like what it can do to you, stay motivated, stay happy, tune in, heal yourself. Um, yeah would you like to share a bit more about how did that idea come up like how do you lead this group how is it working out so far and how can i participate maybe
1: mm-hmm. yeah so where we are we are at day 11 of one planet dance challenge and so initially, it is a 14-day commitment to dance every day, uh, to reconnect with our own sense of power, each other and the planet. And I did a 30-day challenge last year um, with the same invitation, basically. Um, and... When the quarantine started, and this whole craziness, my girlfriend said, Christina, I think it's time to start a new dance challenge. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn it, that's so, you're so right, we're doing it, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's been so amazing, oh my God, it's been so, so amazing, just yeah. Also, have all this time right now, you know, just to really be in it fully, like in that in that commitment every day, and be creative and play with it and play with your emotions and just like dance with it all, you know, and and show and like show what are you going through, what I'm going through uh, in in my life, and then take a video. Uh, share it on Instagram or, or Facebook and inspire other people to to dance, you know, because it's it's a really, really beautiful tool uh, to help us move gracefully through this time, you know. And in every time, like just in, in life in general, um, so that the energy is not stuck in our body, you know, so the emotions that... That we are feeling right now. They're not suppressed. Like we're, like we're accepting everything that is happening and we're moving with it. And one of the, like, oldest ways of, 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 of expression is through dance, right? So I encourage everyone to, to get your booty Moving and, 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 and flowing, you know, it's, it's just also so much fun. So finding joy in it, you know, that's another thing. Just doing it for the sake of, of, of joy, you know, because it, it is, it is a very pleasurable experience that we get to do. Mm. Yeah. So our last, um, Guided Dance Journey will be hosted on Monday, April 6th at 2 p.m. Pacific time. My husband and I are going to do a collaboration again to close the container because, as I said, it it, it is a 14-day challenge. So we're finishing on Monday, but it doesn't mean that we stop, right? (laughs) (laughs)
0: never stop dancing we never
1: stop we keep on dancing we keep on making magic and and creating art
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah unfortunately I found out a bit too late about um, this dancing challenge but actually I've been dancing every single day despite I didn't know about this because Mm -hmm. like you just said it's it just makes me feel so free and i can express myself and it's it's really a kind of um diving more into who you really are and finding out how you feel and it's really a kind of like meditation for me and i cannot survive one da- day without dance it's yeah it's just such a beautiful tool just like you said um Amazing, so I will also link you obviously in the show notes and if you come up with the next dance challenge so everyone can participate right from the beginning
1: <laughs> well I have um, I have another really beautiful offering coming up um, it's called Movement to Wholeness. It's a seven week guided uh, online journey um, it's it's an online program basically where we go where we move through all seven uh, energetic spirals you call them chakras yes yeah? so each chakra per week one chakra per week and we move from the root to the crown activating each center and looking into the light and the shadow aspect of that center and dancing with it all right and and coming into alignment with our essence uh, grounding in to the earth and feeling connected to to the whole cosmos and and also uh, see like seeing clearly where we're we going and what our gifts are
0: mm. Oh, beautiful I will also link that that sounds super amazing um, yeah besides all the interesting things that you're doing now Um, In the past, you've also worked as a model and you started Mindful Models. Um, So can you explain a bit more about this idea of Mindful Models?
1: It's a platform that I was developing when I lived in New York. That's where we met. um, And (laughs) (laughs) I... Yeah, it came, it came as an intention to bring mindfulness into the fashion and modeling industry, but more focusing on the modeling industry. Um, since I, I've been modeling for, for quite a long time already and seeing the dark side of, of the industry and, and also experiencing that dark side myself. Um, I, I had a strong call to, to share all these practices that have been helping me basically to, to heal myself, uh, for the last seven, eight years. And, and when I moved into New York from Bali, by the way, uh, mm-hmm. so my transition happened that I met my husband in Bali and then I moved with him in New York and, I was I was working on on mindful models project and it was really a beautiful experience and at the same time I felt like I'm fighting such a big monster um, that I couldn't it was just yeah, I, I feel like it was not really the time for me to like to 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 continue that work because I didn't feel much support and uh, I also didn't feel much of a feedback uh, from from the community you know the awakening uh, is happening there too you know so many models are uh, coming into groups and and supporting each other uh, in all these different, Aspects of their lives. Um, and I think, like, all these different spiritual practices are being introduced and, and are more of interest to, to that community. And at the same time, like, as I said, there was just, if, if, it felt like I was fighting, you know? Um, and when I, when my husband and I moved out of New York, I, I left. I I, I love that project not that I I created it so I kind of like taking a pause from it and and just observing and still being in connection with um really incredible community called model mafia they're based in New York and what they are uh creating and the way they're supporting models is truly truly inspirational um they are mostly focusing on environment and humans' rights, models' rights. Yeah, so through them, I was able to to share women's circles and, and guided dance meditations. Yeah, maybe if there is time later in, in my life where I see that there will be people with whom I can uh, continue doing this work, I will absolutely be there. But as of now... I am, I'm focusing on, I guess I'm still doing the same thing, like, whatever I'm doing, it's just, like, I'm open to everyone right now, Um, you know, I, I like, I'm not really focusing on any particular community. I'm I'm open to all humanity
0: right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I found it so amazing that you started this group because, as you know, I'm also modeling, or yeah, was modeling at that time in New York as well as we met. Um, and as you were saying, it's it's like fighting that massive fashion industry machine. Um, and it feels sometimes very hopeless because this is such a such a big community um, and industry um which is into their routines and it's very, very hard obviously to create this awareness there. But I feel like you said there is something happening that people become more mindful and there is a small movement and a small shift. And yeah, even more important that more movements like like yours or Um, the Model Mafia it's called, I guess you said? Model Mafia? Mm -hmm, Um, Model Mafia, yeah, yeah, in New Um, York. That projects like this are starting and people raise their voices against things that are not working in a good way yet or that have like very big dark sides about them. And people try to change it and people speak up about it. So I think you did a really, really important first steps there um, just to like addressing this topic and starting it. And I mean, who knows, like how it will develop. Maybe at one point you will come back to that point and continue this important work you're also doing there. But uh, yeah, it's amazing that you have like this inclusive crowd and community build up so just everyone can join model or not model or women or men or anyone in between that's um yeah just really beautiful you said that you met your husband on bali and it was exactly the time where you were not really expecting it how did that story unfold for you
1: hmm, my husband is a truly inspiring man and as I said I met him the moment when I, when I was not looking for him anymore I just got very clear on on all these different qualities that I want to have in in my king I was calling in the king in my life <laughs> <laughs> and and also you know like when you get clear on on who that person for you is and then you gotta let it go also you know just like trust that he's gonna come in the perfect timing and we met at a music music festival in Bali and spent five days together I fell in love and and then I came to visit him uh, on Maui, and met his whole family pretty much on that trip, and s- spent another month together and we bo- we were both clear that that we wanna to be together. I moved from Bali to New York, and it's been a very very beautiful uh roller coaster <laughs> 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 uh he makes me smile and laugh a lot so that's that's really great and and you know like we we have both the most magical moments and very challenging moments and we are a good team we're a very good team i'm very grateful for everything that he is for himself for me and for the rest of the world and the way he shows up in the world is truly inspiring and his creativity is blowing my mind like completely Mm. like i i don't know any other person who is who is that uh creative just like different ways of expressing that creativity i'm happy we're in boulder right now i'm really happy that we're we moved out of New York and we are in beautiful nature spot that our sanctuary right now and we're making art every day
0: mm. <laughs> Yeah, it's so so important. I think that you said that um, we need to get clear really on what we want, whatever that is in life. If it's our partner or if it's a job that we want or how we want to live or basically everything. And the more clear we get about it, um, the yeah, the better. And then also really important what you said, but then letting go and not trying to force anything because then just trusting in the universe or whatever power you believe in. Um, Yeah, just like make, make the universe bring these things to you that you manifested and this like letting go is such an important step also there and trying not to force the things into your life. And yeah, sounds like a very, very... Beautiful connection cool. you made there, and yeah, I'm really happy for you too that you were allowed to meet and spend this roller coaster together. <laughs> um, so, I always have two questions for my interview guests, which I'm asking everyone in the end. Um, as my podcast is called Pure Happy Healthy, what is a pure, happy, healthy life to you?
1: The, li- the life that I'm living right now
0: oh that's beautiful (laughs) yeah yeah amazing
1: it truly truly is
0: yeah i'm very very
1: very blessed and and grateful to to be able to leave it this way and it's a choice it's it's a choice
0: amazing um And would you have any book or podcast or film that was kind of like a game changer for you that highly inspired you?
1: Oh my God. Just one. I watched uh, (laughs) this really amazing movie uh, last night that it has been on my mind for so long because I absolutely adore... A character in this movie and it's the never-ending story have you watched it
0: i think i've seen it as a child and i was terrified from that movie it creeped oh. me out but i think i watched it to the wrong time because i was probably like five years old and i just remember a flying dog or something where the child yeah, was sitting on top a and i dragon. i had yeah, nightmares <laughs> and I had nightmares for that so maybe it's time now to watch it again but back then it was not my movie <laughs>
1: uh, I highly recommend to watch it again because the intention uh, like the the plot of this story and the lesson of this story is so beautiful and, and inspiring and I think every, every human being should watch it again even though it was shot in like 1984 but the message is really amazing there I recommend
0: amazing okay maybe then it's time for me to watch it again and give it a try (laughs) resolve my nightmares do the inner do the shadow work Uh, yeah I will link also to that in the show notes and um, yeah of course to you all your um platforms and to your program that you mentioned. Um, So thank you so, so much for all the beautiful work that you're doing to make this world a better place. And thank you also for this amazing interview. I've enjoyed it so much talking with you. Um, And yeah, is there anything else that you would like to share um, with the audience?
1: Just remember that we are loving awareness.
0: Hmm. I love that <laughs> such beautiful thank you love so it.
1: much thank you so much I absolutely enjoyed talking to you and thank you for for doing it it's I think it's really important um, to to spread love and I, that's how I see what what's happening Uh in the world right now. And even though like, as, as I said, like we're isolated, but I think we're all remembering that we are interconnected.
0: Yes, oh, so beautiful. Thank you so, so much for talking here with me and again, for the beautiful person that you are. And I hope you guys enjoyed this interview, interview just as much as I did. And if so, please feel free to comment and to share. Get in touch with her and me on Instagram and I hope to see you for the next time. Bye and I'm sending you much love.